Welcome, everyone, to Fill the Lamp. I'm Neil Parks. Did it ever occur to you to thank God for temptations? Do you think of your temptations as a blessing? Yet James says, count it all joy when we fall into divers' temptations. Do you count it so? Then he, James, adds, blessed is the man that endureth temptation. How spineless and weak we could become without temptations. Valueless is the character that knows no testing. There is joy in overcoming, my friends. There is no greater satisfaction than to know we have resisted temptations victoriously. Now, last time out in our study of James's letter, we were learning about doubt and how doubting is birthed through the chain of events from trials and testing in which sometimes the fruit that comes from these trials and tests gets in the way of receiving the wisdom that God purposes for us. Thus, doubt enters the picture, and now the mess starts. Folks, the fruit of doubt is seeded and watered by the flesh and the enemy. Look at James uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 7 and 8 as we continue. He says, For let not that man, the doubter, suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now, these two verses about doubt, double-minded, and unstableness, they deserve a most critical view of understanding about the trials and tests that a follower of Christ must adhere to when serving the Lord. It's clear that Jesus wanted his people to grow and mature in faith. With that said, those who don't move beyond the basics, the testings, the gifts, and powers of new creation, partaking in the Spirit and the Word of God, and then fall away, bring shame to Jesus, and produce nothing but stumbling blocks and potholes in life. My friends, there is no, get this, there is no stagnant life in the kingdom. Either you grow and produce a blessing, or you languish and descend into a curse. I would say, please be advised. Now, with that in regard, let's read chapter 6, verses 1 through 8 in Hebrews. This chapter of Hebrews, I feel, is very related to what James is talking about in doubt and double-mindedness. 6 and 1 of Hebrews, uh, it says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ— Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundations of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, 
of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. Verse 4, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. Verse 7 goes on and says, For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated receives blessings from God. But if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. That's a powerful uh, scripture in the Bible, Hebrews 6. My listeners, God loves you, and he desires the best for you. But with that said, the life we spend here on planet Earth is but a millisecond compared to eternity. Whatever we go through in this moment of time is worth every part of the process. It is not wasted. It is meaningful. We are to stay focused upon him, our creator. Jesus wants the gaze of the bride to be upon him. Look at uh, what verses uh, 10 through 12 in Hebrews 6 says. Uh, Verse 10 says, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister Verse 11, and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. And verse 12, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises Now, back in James uh, chapter 1, verse 6, James is saying, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. James describes faith that manifests itself in action. Now, God hears the prayers of those whose whose lives demonstrate, demonstrate that they have faith in him. The wording used here does not imply that people must have a certain degree or standard of faith for God to hear their prayers. But the doubting thing is a back and forth approach. 
And then James goes on in verse 7, he says, For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. That doubting person, in verse 8, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now, James describes a life of instability and uncertainty, characteristics of one who doubts as a continual succession of waves. Verse 8, he says, uh, this describes someone who tries to live two contradictory lifestyles, worldly or versus godly. I love what Proverbs 11.3 says. It says, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will, don't miss this, will destroy them. It is said that James, oh, the half-brother of Jesus, was a prayer warrior. And after his death, tradition says, they discovered that his knees were calloused. They were worn hard as a camel's through constant habit of prayer. I say, let's do that and pray. Father God, we just lift you up right now, right this moment. I pray, Lord, that everyone that is listening here today would count their trials, their temptations, Father God, as joy. Lord Jesus, you are purifying your bride. And Lord, this is strengthening in us. This is providing patience. This is leading the way to purification, Father God, that we might be vessels, that we, we would be instruments, Father God, for you to use to reach other people in the body of Christ for edifying them and even the lost to bringing them into your kingdom, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that we can be a part of this, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that uh, this doubt thing will not bring us down. This double-mindedness is uh, something that we recognize and we will refuse Satan in every attempt to deter us from you, Lord. I pray this over my listeners uh, right now in this podcast, Father God, that Satan would not have a way with them in any shape, form, or fashion. Lord Jesus, we just thank you that we can have an opportunity, that we can be here What an honor it is to go through this process, Lord, to be a vessel, to be used for your glory, to reach out to a, a world that is lost and doubting. And Father God, we just do this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. My friends, I'd love to hear from you. Our email here is fillthelamp at yahoo.com. That's all one word. Fill the lamp at yahoo.com. Until next time, 
God bless you. I'm Neil Parks.